Yeah, yeah. So, um, hello, Daniel. Hey. Hi. Um, I've, I've, Chris is just recapping on the last episode for me, since there's no chance it will ever make it into the public domain. It wasn't me that was supposed to be doing it, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was doing it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, well, okay. That, that is, um, I mean, that's actually uh, a reasonable defence. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, that, yeah, that is. I mean, that's a better defence than just I just haven't done it from a month ago. <laughs> yeah, well, in fairness, yeah. that that's, that one's hard. Uh, yeah. So okay, well, no, that, that's fine. As a counter defence, uh, mm-hmm. we did discuss in some detail how uh, it was your turn to edit. Wouldn't it be really funny if you edited ninety five really quickly, uh, but didn't do ninety one? Mm. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that now, but obviously <laughs> that was during the podcast, so I clearly wasn't going to remember it then. Now that that was past Daniel's problem. It's okay. um... um. So right, Chris. Chris was just recapping on um, a story about, and it, it's already been weird, but his neighbour gave him some cream they didn't want. Yeah, and that's quite an odd thing to happen in itself. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, becomes more didn't... odd by finding out that the cream came from a chip shop. That was a detail what? that they didn't pick up on last week. Um, yeah, but yeah what, my neighbor and why is cream coming a... from a chip shop? Well, basically, what, what happened here is I assumed that Chris was lying and just talking about the cream that he got from um, the cream tea thing when we went down to see him a couple of weeks ago. I see. No, okay, that was yes. that was clotted cream. That was clotted cream, and I oh, ate clotted that. clotted cream, that that's, that's already gone off. Yeah, but that's clotted cream point, is isn't it? Yeah. Yes, but it's already gone off. It's like sour cream can't go off because it's already sour. But, but that's that's why you, you're good to eat sour cream weeks after you open it and leave it out on the side in the kitchen. And I will not hear otherwise. It's like yogurt, isn't it? Yogurt's already gone off, so it's it's safe. Yeah, but clotted cream hasn't gone off. Well, yeah. Has, well, how do you think it got clotted? Yeah. Why? Did, how does cream decide whether it goes sour or clotted? I would imagine there's some environmental conditions. I thought that clotted was, that sour was off cream, and that clotted cream was like I don't know. I don't know. I don't happen to it. Oh, it's all has off. it been? There's um, more than one way to skin a cat, isn't there? No, has the clotted cream been um, been agitated like butter? Has it been churned? Is that what happens? Well, that, that's oh. I, I loosely assumed it was maybe something like that kind of sort of probably. So okay. Yeah. So is it is it like so? Why does it? Why would it not become butter though? Well, maybe it's like halfway to butter. No, clotted cream is is that's a completely different strand from uh, from butter. Maybe that's it a is uh, a thicker a thicker cream to start with. But to be oh, honest, it's blowing my mind because I, I I'd never even considered. What what happens to cl- cream to clotted? I I, I don't know. I mean, fucking hell! You thought it came out of the cow like that? Jesus! Well, no, I didn't think about it at all. It, 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 the concept of what the hell is clotted cream had literally never crossed my mind. It does this is have, absolutely um... typical of Tories like you. You never even consider where clotted cream comes from. No. You just assume it will be spooned into your mouth by poor people every day for the rest of your life. You never think about the work that has to go into clotting that cream. It does have that weird crust on the top, doesn't it? So, oh, that's the, that's no, the you've left it alone too long. Right, that's uh, a bit. No, you just that you stir it in. Like custard, it must be like custard. Oh god! So what's custard then? Well, custard, no, custard, custard's, custard's got egg in, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but so is there like um, 
a cream course that you can go on. I don't know. Hang Maybe. On. There must be. There must be. You must be able to do an MVQ in uh, different types of cream. Is it? Is it on Google? Well, I think uh, learning stuff from Google is cheating. I think it's yeah. better to just either try and figure it out yourself or go to an evening class. Mm. That's yeah, how I learn stuff I'm now. Sorry, I cheat. It's what I do. Yeah, that's fair. You have a you have a peasant come and tell you. Yeah, exactly. So my my cream that I bought was a a single. It might have been double cream. I'm not sure. I thought I thought you were given this. Cream. I was I was given it. Yeah. So my okay. my neighbour. Um, what did it come in if it wasn't clotted cream? So this what, what this, sort of implement did it come in? Right. Okay. It was from a fish and chip shop. The fish and chip shop has started yeah. selling uh, cream cakes, and with the that cream cake, they also provided a um, a little pot of cream to go with it. Which isn't necessary. This is why chip shops shouldn't sell cream. You don't need to do that. <laughs> it's got cream in the cake. The name gives it away. Yeah, this well, is I'm with Graham here. This is this is. I, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. And what the fuck are these idiots playing at? Well, this Ooh. is this is exactly what my neighbour thought. Um, that he didn't need this pot of cream, and it came in so one of those little. So he gave it to you in disgust. It came in one of those little polystyrene things that, like mushy peas. Oh, come in. the cup they put the, the the peas and the curry sauce in. <laughs> oh no, they are way out of so, their jurisdiction. They should not be doing anything with cream. No. So last unless no. could you put cream in batter instead of milk? That would make a nice batter, I think. Well, I don't know. I think it would make it awfully sort of goopy. Yeah. Never get it crispy and just be sort of sludgy. Lovely. Well, no. Oh. Well, right. So, okay, so what's the problem with this cream then? Well, it um, had been in his house for like a day, not in the fridge. And then I said, yeah, I'll I'll have it. Um, and then I. So he's giving you his foul cream? (laughs) Yeah. Are you sure you haven't just used the chip shop pot? No, it was it was cream. It was fine. I. But did you ask for it, or did he just say, "Oh, I know somebody who likes old, horrible cream that's been out in the sun all day"? Chris. Yeah. Yeah, he th- he knows me. He knows me, and he thought I would yeah. like it, and he was right. I did like it. So I had some the first so day. He gave it, it to me. Um, the first time I ate it with. Uh... Hang on, the first time. <sighs> I can't remember why I ate it with the first time. Um, but the second time, it had been in the fridge for a couple of days, three days at my house, and I remembered I'd got it, and I'd also got a uh, a lemon tart, and I got the cream out, but it had formed like a, a skin over the top, like custard. It had gone mm. really thick, um, and I was able to then kind of half mix that back in with the rest of the cream and it smelt very mm. very mildly and that's probably like the good bacteria from Yakult I would have thought yeah mm. but I have my back- but it, it tasted okay um, it yeah. was a bit weird that there were that some of it had gone very thick and the rest of it was still quite pourable uh, just something to chew on but yeah so I, I slopped it all out and I ate it but my question was, how would I know if that cream was off or not? Okay. And, well, um, how long ago was it that you ate the cream? 
I guess over a week. a week. Exactly a week. Right, have you done any vomiting or horrendous shitting? No, no. And you, you're fine? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was my theory. Um, yeah. And if episode 95 had been released on time, then the listeners would have had this great cliffhanger. Suspense, you know, yeah. Is, is Chris going to die through eating poison cream? I don't think you could die from eating poison cream. You'd probably just shit yourself inside out. Well, maybe. I mean, you're the expert on that. So. I don't think. I don't think anyone dies from eating stuff apart from like actual poison. No one just dies from eating something that's a bit out of date. Surely. I think people can. Okay, who? It has to be pretty out of date. But you know, if the neighbour has jizzed in right. it, I accept that. Like in uh, third world countries and probably in the Mediterranean, but that's more about the climate than the food. But I don't, I don't accept that anyone in Western Europe has died from eating something that hasn't been intentionally poisoned or is, would, it would, it would naturally kill them. I think you shit lots. You may be sick, but I don't think any, no one dies from food. Well, they do. The people, people die from uh, salmonella, don't they? Who? People in Who? Scotland. Yeah. Which third world argument uh, I accept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So back to what I said. <laughs> mm. No one dies from eating food. That's just a fact. No, I think you're wrong here, Graham. I think you're wrong. No, well, I th- thinking I'm wrong is doesn't prove I'm wrong. What about um, you've got no evidence to back up your side? What about people who die from uh, obesity-related conditions? Okay, well, that's a okay. I accept that if you eat a lot of sugar over a course of many, many years, the food could kill you. But not, not from food poisoning. No one has died from food poisoning. I don't think it, food poisoning is even real. I think it's just a way to explain hangovers. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm pushing that a bit far. Yeah. I accept it does exist. But it doesn't make you die. And you can offer me no evidence to the contrary. Well, I don't want to Google how many people die from food poisoning. That's a bit depressing, isn't it? But... Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that in your history. You're going to get some shit adverts from that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, should we do a podcast then? I think, Chris, you're driving. Yeah, yep. okay. We're two-star podcast. We are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes pops to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say. Intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters are bellend. Graham and his friends! Well, I wonder if anyone has um, uh, thought of things they want to talk about. Let's have a look. Not uh, really. No. Okay. Well, We've got hello, hello, welcome, welcome all of our lovely, lovely, lovely listeners um, to episode 96 and uh this least sexy number the complete opposite literally of 69 oh yep. yeah if 96 was a sexual position you would just be lying back to back mm-hmm. uh just be undoing to you sorting yourself out i guess we're having a fight i don't like not, not even heads together top and tail back to back that is the least sexy position to find yourself in mm. yeah yep undeniable okay well yes it is um, and at this point, I might just play a couple of songs I like because uh, Graham has established that we can do that. Just uh, no one can stop us. No, 
I don't know what songs they'll be. Um, I might not even do it. Um, but yeah, I'll probably play a couple of. I'd like to songs. hear a half man, half biscuit song, please. Well, I um, we'll, we'll see. Probably I won't do that. Probably I'll do um, <clears throat> probably I'll do something simple. I might not even bother. Is uh, is your lack of knowledge of how to do that a big factor here? Um, I think I would. I think I'd wait for it to turn up on the radio. Um, and then I'd hold my tape recorder up to the radio and press yeah, you record. Yeah, press, press play and record. And then once I'd yeah. got that radio version recorded onto a tape, I'd play mm-hmm. I'd play the tape back uh, whilst I was recording with this microphone. Um, yeah. But then... Remember to use high-speed dubbing. I, I don't know what that is. Um... Oh, That's but where then you of course play the I'd... tape at double speed. Oh. It sounds really great. It's uh This is so far from target audience. But then but then the next thing they, I do our is target audience like have they... literally never seen a cassette tape. But then um uh then I'd have to convert it into a a, a movie file, wouldn't I? So I could edit it in Windows Movie yeah, Maker. That's right. Um yeah. and once I'd done that uh, I could then um, convert it back into an audio file I think that was the right length and, and slot it in. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer. Daniel Mercer.
Anyway, on with lovely episode 96. So, Graham and Dan, I hear you would like to review Weatherspoon's Coleslaw. We would. We certainly would. I assume you didn't talk about this last week, then, Dan. Daniel refused. Okay, so, um, me? Good. Excellent. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, me and Daniel and our uh, our wanky finance friend Hayden went out <laughs> drinking in the city of London. Yep. Uh, in the financial area, um, with lots of other uh, very big uh, knotted tie wearing people who wear pink shirt. Hayden was actually wearing a pink shirt. Yeah, that was upsetting. That's, yeah, that's fine. That's 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 the world we live in these now, I guess. Mm. So we uh, yeah we went out. We went in the fridge. Um, had some cocktails. I had a cocktail in a mug. That's an actual thing. All are joking about me having a Bridport uh, mocha and demanding it in a mug, and then the hipster pub went and fucking did it. Yep. So uh, that technically makes me a hipster. Yep. And it was called a wet cake, and it tasted, well, exactly like a wet cake. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. In, in the no, context. I mean, I guess no one ever said that a wet cake would be nice. I just assumed it would be. I saw the word cake and thought, mm. I'm in here. So it's quite an unpleasant cocktail. I would describe it almost as like a, a cocktail where someone had taken a Guinness and poured it over a chocolate cake. Well, I think that's literally what they had done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. It wasn't. And there was, there was a, a, a vanilla spirit or something. I can't remember what it was called. It's vanilla, not vanilla essence, but something similar. Mm. Vanilla meths or something. <laughs> and that was in it. And it, it was, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever drunk, but it was a long way from the best. So after that, we went to the Alchemist, which is a wanky chain of cocktail bars where they do all kind of science and basically put a lot of dry ice in drinks, uh, but not enough to kill you like that girl in Corfu or wherever it was. Yeah, that would be bad. That wouldn't be ideal, would it? And then uh, we wanted some. Uh, cheap drinks, so we went to Weatherspoons, which I had inadvertently been uh, boycotting since Brexit and their their stance, which I disagreed with. It was a boycott of convenience because there isn't a Weatherspoons close to me, <laughs> and nobody suggested we went there, so it was quite an easy boycott. Yeah, uh, I did fall at the first hurdle, but to my credit, it took ten months to get there, so that's fine. And uh, yeah, we were having a drink in there. And Hayden said, well, we had a Thai for dinner earlier, and now I'm really hungry, so I'm going to have some chicken. So we all ordered some chicken off the chicken specials menu, and me and Dan had some coleslaw with ours. And Dan, what's your take on that coleslaw that we had? Well, so basically, I think I've spent the past two weeks drinking to forget that coleslaw. It was not good coleslaw, was it? how to actually describe it and more gone to just like one of those PTSD memories where you just sit there and cry and mm. your therapist sort of tells you it's not your fault. My uh, my experience was, was different somewhat in that it was by far the worst coleslaw I've ever eaten. But also it sort of didn't taste of anything at all. So there's nothing to forget really. It's just, it's more like an absence of taste than uh, than a bad taste. I it mean, was, yes, but I mean it was it was dreadful. I think mm. the 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 worst thing was that it killed the hope of some delicious coleslaw. 
if it if it had just tasted horrible, I could have dealt with that. But it just tasted. I mean, it didn't taste of nothing because it tasted of onions and cabbage and carrots and mayonnaise. It, it tasted all the ingredients, but the sum of those ingredients was precisely zero. Yeah. Hmm. It, it was, I mean, you, you take the deluxe little um, coleslaw, which is, I think they have done some, you know, the Dorian Gray, where he's got the painting in his loft that gets older and he stays young. Mm. I think the little deluxe coleslaw somehow saps all of the taste and deliciousness out of the Weatherspoons coleslaw. Then There's something occult going on there. I can't say what it is. Can't put my finger on it, but there is something of the devil around mm. about this. Yeah, it, it's just not good I mean, in mm. so many ways. It had a certain soapiness to it. Yeah, and, and the the texture was just you know you expect it's like chopped up carrots and chopped up onions and other things, and therefore you think it's going to sort of feel like there's possibly something vegetative in there. I mean, you'd expect at least a crunch, wouldn't you? But not even... It was somehow slippery yeah. and yet not crunchy. But, but I mean, it was it was solid, but I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't use any other adjectives on it. No. No, it was, ju- it was just wrong. Just some very, very awful coleslaw. Mm. And that, in a way, is um, sums up uh, Brexit, doesn't it? Yeah, just really... Fucking horrible coleslaw. You know, we'll still get coleslaw. It'll just be horrible weatherspoon shit. Yeah. And the delicious little coleslaw we can sign to Europe where it belongs. Well, I mm. I think that we will still get it. It might be more expensive. No, we voted it out, mate. All of that coleslaw... But I had these off. delicious Greek yep. um, meatballs from Lidl a few weeks ago. No, they're gone, mate. They're gone. That's what hard Brexit is about. Everything that is looks slightly foreign is just put into a bin bag and thrown off the cliffs of Dover. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, what, that's what the people voted for. That's democracy. Yep. So then, after the, the terrible low of the coleslaw, uh, I had the wonderful high of a surprise pudding. So when we had got into the pub, and Hayden had decided it was time for our second tea. Mm. Uh, I saw that on the menu you could all, you could add a, a pudding onto your meal for three pounds. I said, "Well, I'll definitely do that." And Hayden said, "Well, why don't you, you can keep your receipt? Just come back and add it on later." I said, "No, no, I, I'll forget, or I won't be bothered to stand up. I'll add it on now." We were a few drinks in, so then we were went and sat down, had another beer, ate our dinner, and then we were just sort of getting ready to go, and a waiter turned up with my pudding, which I'd forgotten all about. And it was the best thing that's ever happened. Yep. You're in a pub, and a man just brings over a pudding, which is legitimately yours, but you didn't expect. Mm. You are going to love dementia, aren't you? Oh, wow. Well, no, the problem is, I can remember that delightful surprise pudding. With dementia, I will have no memory of anything Yeah, but when it does, when it does arrive... That moment will be wonderful, won't it? Yeah, but then... Provided nice things constantly happen to you um, when you have dementia, you're going to really like it. Mm. Then you could sort of be in a a perpetual state of surprise delight. Yeah. 
but I don't, I mean, I'm, I haven't had dementia, but my understanding of how it feels is not like that in any way. Well, it depends. Yeah, that, that seems accurate. I suppose it's, it's about the attitude of the person who has it. They just need to cheer up a bit, don't they, and focus on the positives, all those surprise puddings. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say yep. that, but I, I, know, I know quite a lot of people that have had well, you, dementia. No, you can't, and but, for some, it is, yeah. uh, is distressing. Um, for others, mm. um, they are just very, very happy, and that the the world that they inhabit, they, the world well, that they inhabit, is really pleasant. I suppose there is that. Yeah, but that I guess that's very much like being a toddler. That everything's great, but you won't remember any of it. So yeah. you know, it's all fleeting, isn't it? Life, we're all heading towards the grave. Everything's decaying. What's the point? Mm. I think that's the moral of this story, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Have a surprise putting while you fucking can, because life, the world is awful. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. Have I taken it down? Yeah, so it save up? it. Bring it. Bring yeah, it bring it back up. Okay, uh, so then after we went to Weatherspoons, uh, we left, which meant we weren't in Weatherspoons anymore, and that was great. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Best thing about going to Weatherspoons is that you can leave. Yeah. Also, unlike the other night that uh, Graham came down to London, I didn't completely wreck myself and have to turn up to a bunch of important meetings whilst riotously hung over. So I that... didn't spend around three hours the following day shitting, <laughs> which is what I did the previous no, time. It was pretty normal. I was I was happy with my with my shits. Yeah, everything was fine. Mm. The old uh, the old plumbing, no bother. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that's the story of our adventure in the city of London. Okay, yep. good. Well, um, I've also tried some new coleslaw. I have tried, I've tried oh. cheese coleslaw from Lidl. Well, I've had coleslaw from Lidl, which is great. I've also had cheese from Lidl, which is terrible. Well, the thing with cheese coleslaw is I have it in sandwiches, and it's tastier mm. than coleslaw, and tastier than cheese and tastier than cheese and coleslaw mm. together so I don't know how they make it excellent they've probably sapped some of the uh, power of the Weatherspoon's coleslaw I guess. maybe so what, what do you what do you have it in a sandwich with I just have it by itself oh for goodness sake Come but on. It's, it's that good that you don't need it's to not... have anything else in it you're not, this is not, isn't World War like, Two, mate. You can have some ham with it. Well, no, you don't. You don't need it because you've got the cheese in there. Oh, yeah. no. I'd rather have a cheese and coleslaw sandwich than just a cheese coleslaw sandwich. That doesn't feel like a complete sandwich to me. Yeah. You want some extra cheese or something, or no? You wouldn't put cheese with it as well. That'd be insane. No, but you'd have it on a lump of cheese. What? That's acceptable. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it is. How are we like putting cottage cheese on cheese? I do. Um, I do sometimes um, have a bag of crisps and add them in. That's that's fine. That yeah, crisps yeah. and coleslaw sandwich, absolutely acceptable. Just a coleslaw sandwich. That is, that just says you've run out of food, or you you've been rationed, or uh, mm. you've been banned from the shop, and nobody can go there for you. It would be like having a brown sauce sandwich or a ketchup sandwich or something. Oh, insane! Or pickle. Yeah. 
Why would you want the pickle sandwich? But if you had nuts, if you had nuts. a special pickle that also had cheese in it, why would you? But no, then that would just mean that you had to put it with something that wasn't cheese. All it would do is restrict what you could have it with. Yeah, I mean, you'd have like pickled cheese, which would just be grim. I mean, yeah, check that. Do you know, I bought from the shop the other day, you know, you get like um, dairy dunkers and stuff. Um, yeah. Those fucking idiots at Bramston have turned that shit on their head and they have given you uh, some like sticks of cheese yeah. and a pickle dip. But won't the stick of cheese break? Mm, it's quite... Yeah, you sort of have to be careful. You sort of more scoop than dip. But, I mean, that's... It is objectively about four times more pickle than you need. Yeah, I was going to say, because normally the nice thing about the, the dip is that you get the right amount of, of dairy lee. Oh, yeah, no, it was just a fucking enormous amount of pickle that I then had to... You can't even eat that with a spoon like you would the dairy lee. Well, no, that was just, just a weird wasteful. pickle sandwich. I think somebody at Branston saw Lunchables, thought, right, let's get in on this shit, and it has not worked. I mean, in fairness, their, their attempt at the... Uh, Plowman's bag of crisps thing was clearly much more successful. I mean, yeah, that that no, that wasn't Branston. Who was that? Can't oh, remember. Don't uh, matter. But that, I mean, that so that was I, that was some stuff that was left lying around that they stuck in a bag and sold to a pup. And fair yeah. play to them for trying. But this thing is somebody somebody has like designed this, and some somebody has pitched this to uh, like a board of people, and mm. they have approved it. It's gone through the manufacturing process. It will have gone through focus groups, yep. um, packaging designed. It will have been marketed. It will have been sold in those shops. And nobody ever said, what? Why the fuck would we do that? Maybe it was a, a company that yeah. employed Michael Gove. And very early on, he just said, no, we don't need any of these these experts. We All of people, these people experts. Let's just do it. Yeah, people don't minutes. want all the experts saying how much pickle you have with things let's just let's just throw a lump of pickle at people mm. yeah yeah that's very plausible actually but i mean but it wasn't even like a resealable pack that i could just say well i'll have the rest of that pickle on a sandwich later it was just i was just left with a, a load of pickle that i couldn't do anything with um hang on i'll send you a picture of, uh, of what it looked like Ooh. Internet gets we can use this as the uh, the album art if you want. Can you paste a picture into a, a Google Doc? Can I? There's only one way to find out. Oh, it's coming into the yeah, you can. The Shitting hell. Oh, look at that. Oh, How is that acceptable? Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which complete I... div thought that would be a good little snap. Well, I mean, it nuts. looks like someone's. Got got it all wrong. Like there was an apprentice at the at the Dairyly Dunker factory, and they just sort of panicked and sort of oh shit, shove some pickle in there, shove some cheese in there. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Like when when more walkers fuck up their crisps and they end up with a batch that tastes like farts, they at least like make the effort and say, well, let's call it Builders Breakfast and do it as like a thing where you got to vote on stuff. They just put mm. this out as if it was a normal. Now, thing I, the picture I'm looking yeah, at. I mean, what no. have you? What have you? Already removed from this the lid, just the lid. Yeah, that's, you haven't that's taken any I, cheese I, out yet. No, <laughs> that's as it came. Because it looks, it looks to me like yeah, someone has done, already right? dug into the um, the pickle. 
that's it, just because it was a, a slight angle in the bag, so I guess it sort of gooped its way down to one side. But then the the cheese is so yeah, yeah. messy, isn't it? It's like <laughs> that's the problem. You can't. It's not fucking breadsticks. You can't. The cheese will just get that, banged around and broken up into little pieces. Because you're you're gonna have, like try to dunk that, and you're just gonna get pickle all over your finger and that thumb. That looks like something that um a, a junkie would send their kid to school with as a packed lunch, and then social services would get called. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's that fair. and that cost me a pound. Oh, so when done. you come up next, I'll go to that shop and I will buy you one of those and a tin of dragon soup. And that's <laughs> um, that's the, all the catering I'm going to provide that weekend. Fair enough. I shall make make sure to stop. Is the uh, is the cheese or the pickle uh, a brand name? Right, it was either Branston and it was uh, pickle focused, or it was Cathedral City and it was cheese focused. I can't right. tell you which. I will. I will take that away as an action. I will find out for you. Is it not like a uh, like a Justice League scenario? Oh, like a, a crossover oh, yeah. mashup, like a crossover. Uh, yeah. I, I don't believe so. It could have been, but I don't think so because they do that with. Um, um, I don't know, other stuff. Cadbury's, Cadbury's are doing that with loads yeah. of people. Oh, Cad- Cadbury's are going going berserk with it, aren't they? They're, they're putting yeah. Branson pickle in the fucking uh, dairy milk these days. Oh, they, uh, they're doing that fucking awful Marmite chocolate as well, aren't they? Uh, no, I refuse to accept that that uh, exists. Oh, it was an Easter egg. Yes, uh, Adam had one, didn't he? But I, it, it was lies. Yeah, well, I certainly hope so. It's just a big. It's just a big uh, prank. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it seems good. I mean, I uh, I like pickle and I like cheese, um, and I like cheese and pickle. Oh yeah, that's why um, I bought it because I like those two things. And when I when I saw it, I thought, well, I mean, it can't be that bad because they wouldn't have made it if it was rubbish. I will go against everything that my my rational brain is telling me. I will. Obey my lizard brain, and I will buy that because I love these things. And, I mean, uh, it was just—it was just cack. It is very Brexit, isn't it? Uh, like, that, the... That's going to be—we're we're relying on exporting this. That's <laughs> what the, the whole next yeah. ten years is going to be based around, isn't it? It's just that no one outside of England likes cheese and pickle. Think of whenever you've been to foreign parts. So has anyone ever offered you a cheese and pickle sandwich? No, of course not. And when you tell them about it, they look at you like you—like you've just. Uh, done a shit and handed it to them and told them it's a delicious pancake. Yeah. So your vision for the future is uh, David Davis, Liam Fox and Boris Johnson going off to China to sell them this. With some, yeah, some rats yeah. and pickle and cheese. Stick, snack. It, all right. I, I take back my slight against... Uh, Fuck me, it is, it's a crossover. That's why I thought it was Branston. It's Cathedral yeah. City with Branston Pickle. It's the dream yeah. team. Nice, nice. The two universes have collided and it's been just subpar. You know, I could live with Brexit if the four Brexit villains had to eat nothing but them for the rest of their lives. I'd consider Holy that... fuck. I've just found another thing that Cathedral City have tried to do yeah. Is um a like a variety bag. What? You know like celebrations? 
yeah. where you get all the different chocolates. They've yeah. tried to make these. Oh, it might just be. A, oh, I'm just. I'm so conflicted. It's I don't like know if this is a real thing it? or not because it can't be. But it probably they're like baby is. bells, but they say, "Oh, they taste different." You say, "Do they actually taste different?" Yeah, but then they've packaged it up as. But then they've uh, packaged it up as like a selections variety bag. No, it's, it's got extra mature, mature, and vintage. Like a thing that you would have a tub of at Christmas. That's how they're that's how they're presenting this thing. But it might be a made up thing. I don't think it is. Doing my research, hang on one second. Just waiting for Ah, oh, it's fucking Pinterest. I hate Pinterest. Shitting hell it exists, it's, you can buy it at Ocado. Yep. These people at Cathedral City need to be stopped. Yep. What the fuck are they playing at? What other mental stuff have they come up with? I think there's a soft cheese people that have got uh, little cubes of cheese. Um, you can get those. Uh, I think they're yeah. them, and they're all different flavors, like ham and yeah. We used to get those in France. That's fine. They're presented as a like a thing you'd have at lunch. This is bagged up, like a. Well, the um, the thing I I like think with those uh, those cubes of cheese is they're presented as a as a way to support you eating less. They go oh, if you'd like to have some cheese. Um, you could just have one of these little cubes mm. of cheese, and then you'll be full. And you think, no, if I want mm. cheese, I'm probably going to eat no, all that's, of those. That's not how I'm probably going to eat the whole packet. Yeah. Graham, 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 Graham. So yeah. I'm looking at the Cathedral City range, right? So they don't just do one of the variety packs, they do two of them. Um, mm. But they also do the, your little Cathedral City with pickle dunker things. And also Cathedral City with crackers and uh, pickle dunkers. Ah, now I'm on board. That makes sense. Who who provides yeah. the crackers? Okay. I'm right. happy about. I'm happy is it about. is it Jacobs? Oh, it's got to be Jacobs. If it's not Jacobs, yes. But yeah, no, it exists. Um, right. I mean, that is perfectly reasonable. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But just dipping cheese into pickle. I mean, is that really what we've become? So, oh God, they've done an awful, awful video called The Rules of Cheese, Nachos. There aren't any rules of cheese. That's the point of cheese. Don't do bring rules into your fucking do cheese. You, Don't ruin do it. Corner of a lasagna before you serve dinner to the family. Blah, 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 blah. We want to celebrate our shared love of cheese by highlighting the nation's funny but relatable cheese habits. Sorry, cheese. a cathedral city trying to stake a claim on lasagna? I don't think so. I just think but, they're... There are for people who are a bit right. weird. But yeah. Cathedral City has no involvement with lasagna at all. They that is almost, almost as bad as a chip shop selling cream. Cathedral yeah. City is not Parmesan. No. At Nor a push, is... it's not why, even mozzarella. There is no reason for Because that's, that's how you that's make a, lasagna. A, a yeah. hard cheese. You make a, a white sauce. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what the cheese sauce is made out of. Uh, and then you grate it on the top. Yeah, you don't put cheddar on a lasagna. I um, put lo- I put las- cheddar on everything. Oh God! So Chris is the target audience for Cathedral yeah. City. You put yeah. cheddar on nachos. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'm happy to allow that because really? I mean, yeah, I mean, who has access to nacho cheese? Okay, so they got one for cheese sauce. They've got one for crispy bits, whatever the fuck crispy bits are. That doesn't sound like something you want, does it? Cheese on toast. I'll accept that. The cheese board. Sorry, they're giving a recipe for cheese on toast. No, no, it's the rules of cheese. This is their um, this is their bit. There are there are rules for cheese. 
I'm not happy about this. Well, I'm, at, I'm on BBC. Uh, I'm on BBC Good Food, and uh, yeah, they're making their lasagna, and they are putting mozzarella on top, and their white. Yeah, I, just, I, I said I said mozzarella will, is acceptable, but it has to be parmesan or mozzarella. Any other cheese in that lasagna, and you've ruined it. No, I disagree. I don't think there are any other Italian cheeses. That's just, uh, blue and interesting and weird flavoured wouldn't go with lasagna. Uh, no, blue, blue cheese can go fuck itself. I like blue cheese, but it, only under the right circumstances. Mm. Quite or red wine and other things like that. They have I guess the, maybe uh, I'll grow into blue cheese. They yeah. have the cheese in uh, Italy that you have live maggots crawling around in it. Oh, yeah, because of Yeah. Okay, I haven't had that, but I'm going to say that that would also ruin a lasagna. <laughs> I'm pretty But that's a healthy extra protein. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm not eating a maggoty lasagna. <laughs> Can you imagine um, having food that escapes? So you sit down with your oh, nice... No, yeah. You sit down with your nice um, uh, cheese board at the end of the evening... And uh, one mm. of the cheeses slowly crawls away. Taking the Hovis digestive away with it. Yeah. <laughs> or start eating with you for the digestive. It's, I mean, it's relatively recently in this country that people would think nothing of eating a, eating a cheese maggot along with their cheese. Mm. We've become very sanitised as a country. Yeah, good. Because if you don't, the problem is, if you don't become very sanitised, then you just get food poisoning from food and you can die from that. I have heard that you can die from food poisoning. Yeah, it's surprisingly easy to die from food poisoning. You'd be you'd be amazed that you don't say much. You you think you get the shits off food. You're basically two steps away from death. Yeah, that's that's mm. the logical extension of of having having a dicky tummy from food. It's really dangerous. You got to cook your food properly, guys. Yeah. Mm. Don't even fuck with chicken, salmonella. That that takes down busloads every year. Yeah, I have heard that quite recently. Cathedral City do a children's cheese called Cheds. I'm not sure what I think of that. I'm conflicted. Okay. On one okay. hand, it's obviously great to be getting children into cheese, and we need to do that. But I think I just I trust my kids with a with a normal with a normal bit of cheddar. I think I don't you don't need to give it a face and and have a little cartoon mouse. Like a like a gateway cheese. Just say here, have a bit of cheese. Mm. Yeah, I guess it would be for... But, I mean, cheese is... I don't think you need a gateway cheese, do you? Baby mm. Bell is, is cornered that... Uh, I, know, I guess they're competing with Baby Bells, aren't they? Baby Bell is its own cheese. It's not even... I just assumed it was Edam because of the red wax, but it's not. It's just it, It's just its own type of cheese. Well, they have an Edam yeah, don't they? They so do. That's what surprised me when it came out and it said, this is Baby Bell, Baby Bell Edam. I thought, well, what the fuck is normal Baby Bell? And they also it's produce just, a special Baby Bell cheddar. Yeah. So you think, well, then what is, what is Baby Bell? What the fuck is Baby Bell? I think it's just like vanilla cheese. It's it's just plain cheese. I think all cheese must start as Baby Bell, and then they make it into different. Mm. Mm. That's my assumption. Anyway, I don't know enough about cheese to. So do you think cheese cheese? Cheese then naturally occurs, wrapped in little 
red skins. Well, no, I, I get and no, then I think and then no, to make to make cheese, you collect that crop and you open it up and make it into square blocks. And you, when you open it up, it's like a vagina opening and a baby coming out. Very funny. Okay, mm. that's not not something I'd ever really thought of when I've eaten baby bell. What really? Yeah. Were you never 12 years old eating baby bells? I didn't have baby bell very much. Oh, what a deprived... Oh, did you eat each went straight onto the rock fort, didn't you? Um, well, I just ate cheese. Proper cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Proper good British cheese. British cheese that was square and uniform. Mm. It was strong and stable cheese. You could use it, um... Like uh, like building blocks to play with. You can use it as uh, as bricks in a house for all these houses they've said they're going to build with no intention of actually doing so. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, have, have we talked enough about cheese? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like... we could we could go on a bit further. We've only really sort of touched on touched lightly on the Italian cheeses. I think we're done with cheddar, but I mean, we haven't even ventured into uh, French cheese yet. Yeah. 90% of which is bullshit. Oh, come on. I like some French cheese. Nah. Camembert is crap. Brie is awful. The only brie I've ever had that I liked was British. Yes. Somerset um, brie. I will give you rule. Rule is nice, but it's not really cheese in the same respect as, uh, as for example, uh, Red Leicester. Are you at this point just slightly worried that you're going to get you know, murdered by the patriotism. Uh, no, not really, but I am slightly worried that we haven't got any cheese in the fridge, or I'm even more worried that we have, but it's little cheddar, which is not a good snack. <laughs> you know Jeremy thinks I'm weird, because every now and then, in the evening, when we've had our tea, we're sitting down to watch TV, I'll just go and get myself a nice, massive lump of cheese and sit and eat it with nothing else. She thinks that's not normal behaviour. Yeah, she's wrong. Pretty confident. Well, that's what I think, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not fucked stick around with cheese and biscuits every... That's a treat. That's not an everyday thing. But, yeah, nice bit of cheese every day. Cleans your teeth. Good for the cholesterol, probably. Probably. Like the other one, bad. I don't know. It's one of them. Yeah, definitely affects it. Yeah. The, the little cheddar is crumbly, and that's not something I would associate with cheddar. No, you can get crumbly cheddar. Some of the... Well, mm, I know you can, because I've got it in my fridge, and I've got a eat all the way through the rest of the block before I can just go and get some nice cheese. Yeah, no, fair enough. Stuck with it. Do you know... Um, I've got some cheese in my fridge, but I think it's... Do you know cheese I really like is halloumi. Oh, yeah. Halloumi oh, is... Oh, mate. I love a bit of halloumi. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have known that salty rubber could be so delicious? It's just amazing, isn't it? Oh, every time I go to Nando's, I have that as a side. It's not even on the sides menu. I just say, can I have halloumi as a side? And they say, yeah. I just, I go off piste. Yeah. Yeah. What's doing? I buy, uh, I buy blocks of it, um, and I just fry it all up. Mm. Um, oh, wonderful. Whole block. It's brilliant. Sure, you know else is a good cheese? Same part of the world, feta. Yeah. I'm less of a fan of feta. I find the texture a bit meh. You don't like tomatoes, though, do you? True. Tomato and feta best. salad. I mean, that's the best thing you can eat on a sunny day, except for, I don't know. I will accept some feta salad. 
on the condition that there's a decent amount of basil and olive oil in it. And yeah, I mean, you can, you can do that if you want. But... And cucumber to make it a, a Greek salad, or are you leaving that out? Yeah, that's nice. Cucumber's nice, yeah. yeah. Onions yeah. in a salad are nice, but they do ruin the rest of your day, don't they? Yeah. Just yeah, no, a I'm, horrible stink of what... onion wafting into your nose every time you open your mouth. Mm. No one needs that. No. Okay, do you want to stop talking about um, cheese and, by extension, uh, well, I guess onions? Well, I don't know. I mean, we could yeah. we could just make this into a cheese special. And we, we have basically got enough to call that an episode. Just a cheese special. Okay, well... Yeah. I, I came here with one objective, which was uh, to act on some listener feedback I'd got... And uh, okay. the the listener request was that we went back to the first date's restaurant, uh, that they enjoyed that very oh, much. Cool. And um, okay. as we as we know from episode ninety one, um, mm. my my date to our magical dinner party uh, was going to be Michael Portillo, and um, yeah. Adam's date was some generic American actor. I don't know who. He, uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? I can't remember. Somebody unremarkable. Yeah, it was a very, very boring choice. Um, and so I thought, well, we could we could go back to the first date's restaurant um, to to work mm. out. Well, how did how did these people meet? Um, but Adam's not here, so I don't know if we can do it just the three of us. I mean, Graham, you'll have well, to play. I mean, you'll have to play the French man, won't you? Well, that is my um, what's what's it called when an actor gets known for one role? Anyway, that you mean type typecast? No, typecasting is a particular type of role. But when when like a role is so synonymous with an oh. actor, you couldn't ever think of anyone else playing him. I think it's called um, uh, Carlton Banksing. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I think so you, well. So you're the... all we'll do is is not have a barman. So I mean, you know. We can live without the barman, can't we? Oh, so you, you yeah. as the Frenchman, would have to be uh, the barman as well. Um, well, you, we'll just say it's um, self-serve at the bar. Are you? No, because you could just say, you know, uh, I'm very sorry. No, the, um, the Frenchman would not lower himself to going behind the bar. Sure, he would. Of just course, stop. he wouldn't. He owns the fucking place. Yeah, he'd go, go behind, behind the bar. Make everything with an extra shot of vodka, so that people get drunk and fuck. No, the customer would go behind the bar and serve him a drink, if anything. Well, that would also work, yes. No, there's no way that man would go behind the bar and, and, and pour a drink. I, I'm pretty sure he would. Well... He seems like that kind of type that would just, like, muck in and stuff. And be super I mean, it, seems like a, it seems like an argument that we're never going to settle, because, I mean, what we... Well, we could go and kill all of his bar staff. Yeah. We'll just yeah, break yes. their legs or their fingers. I mean, you live in London, that's where the restaurant is. Go and kill... Just start killing barmen, and uh, we'll see where we end up. I mean, I would, but it's an awful lot of effort. Mm. You know, I'm I'm quite lazy, as you both know. Hmm. Okay, well... Um, anyway. What, what are we, we going to do, then? Well, we could give it a blast, can't we? Okay. Well, what... Who mm-hmm. Who's going to play who? You're the French man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
what what date shall we do? Well, who did we did before was me and The Rock, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was Daniel going to? Um, oh, John Major. Romance. John Major. Oh, that. that will, I think that will end up very depressing. <laughs> Why? I just can't imagine that's going to venture into comedy gold. Not compared to Michael Portillo, certainly. Oh, okay. So, Dan, I guess you're going to play Chris, and Chris, you're going to play Portillo. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only sensible uh, sensible option here. I, we just do some on on their production, and Dan, can you turn your speakers down a little bit? Getting some echo. Better. Uh, yes. Thank you. So, Chris, I've left the theme tune in the uh, podcast folder. I'm sure you'll be able to figure that out. Uh, yeah, maybe. You might have to dub it onto a tape. I'd, I'd record it onto a tape, yeah, and then I'd yeah. play it back and hold it up. Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome to my restaurant. It is May. The uh, smell of romance is in the air and some people are coming to my restaurant and they will all go home and fuck. Hi, hello. Yes, I'm Chris. I'm here to meet Michael Portillo. Oh, okay. Well, you must sit down. There's no barman today. So I have just left many drinks out on the bar. Help yourself. Cool. I will have a gin and tonic, please. And then some delightful compound of lots of Tia Maria and lots of Coke. Do you understand the concept of help yourself? Um, yes, I will go take all those Do I look things. like a fucking barman? Well, yes, you're wearing you that. Are, you are yeah close to being thrown out of my restaurant and never to return. Yeah, but you won't throw me out because otherwise Shut you don't have TV shows. Shut your bitch You've turned into Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yes, that is fine. I do that when I am angry. I apologise <laughs> for my, uh, my manner. Uh, we. Oh, who is this coming through the door? Hello. Oh Oh my god, Michael Portillo. That is a delightful uh, cricket uh, jumper uh, around your neck with the arms dangling down in front of your nipples in an enticing way. Well, why, thank you. Uh, You have a charming accent, sir. Oh, that is true, but it is not me you are here to fuck. Uh, May I introduce your date for the evening? His name is Christopher. He is from Dorset. He is 34 years old, and he works in... Beep! And also, he's totally up for a threesome. Just just putting it out there. Oh, oh, hey, don't tempt me. Uh, I I will tempt you. Look, I'll I'll even, like, take my trousers off. Here we go. Trousers coming off. I don't think you are ready for this, Jelly. Yeah, but Michael could. Now, 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 no. Couldn't you, I, Michael? Um, put, put your trousers back on. Um, I'll have you know that I'm happily married man. Bullshit. Married to a beard. Mm. If you check my Wikipedia entry, I have been married to a lady for a very long time. Oui, oui, Were um, you doing the inverted air quotes thing when you said lady there? Uh, no, no, I wasn't. Um, I, uh, I, I've never, I've never, I'm, 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 I'm straight, all right? I clearly am. Check my Wikipedia oh, page. Mon Dieu, have we just outed Michael Portillo? 
No, you have to. Uh, um, in me. I'm pretty sure someone else had an outed in. Oh, I, I, I uh, how get in my closet? <laughs> Hide in the closet. I thought you said you didn't want a threesome. Uh, I no, I didn't say I didn't want one. I said you could not handle one. Well, there's only one way to find out. Oh my goodness! Look at the size of his penis. <laughs> Whose penis are we referring to here? Uh, yours, Mr. Christopher from Dorset. It is exceptional. I have never seen one like this. Right, stuff this. Portillo, you're coming or not. We're going upstairs and I'm going to bone this man senseless. Now, oh, now hang on. Would you like... Hang on, I came here for a lovely dinner and some charming conversation and some some romance. And uh, you you need to do better at uh, at wooing me. You can eat your dinner off this charming Frenchman's chest. No, I am not a table. Yes, you are. Le table, well, you if you will. It's a very erotic French thing, eating food off someone. Uh, okay, I will try this. I, uh, it's it's only, the only way you can get Portillo now into I, I, uh, perhaps, but we would need to put cling film on him because I imagine he's very hairy. Mm, we, I imagine I would be very hairy. Okay, let's get some cling film. I'll go behind the bar because there's no barman. I'll grab some cling film. Have you ever been in a bar that has cling film? Yep. Okay. Now, who would. Sacre bleu, not that much. I can't breathe. It's over my face. <laughs> right, Portillo, I'm blaming you. I'm going to smack Michael Portillo over the back of the head and leave him sort of in flagrante with the Frenchman and run off. On account of having killed the Frenchman with Clingville. Oh, okay. Well, end scene then. Exit left, <laughs> preceded by Chris. That's Michael. That's unexpected turn, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you asked me five minutes ago how that would have ended. That's not... I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it wonderful when you tap into the power of, uh, of the... Well... Fucked up, diseased minds. I suppose. Yeah, I'm slightly worried what that says about any of us. But um, on the other hand, I think we've all known it was true for some time. I think we've all learned something very valuable here today. What, what I what I'm yeah. concerned about is that um, that very often Daniel's response to you know a little bit of light flirting um, is to is to try and physically attack people and run away. <laughs> In fact, Maybe. I didn't try to physically attack people. I tried to eat food off him, and then apparently accidentally murdered him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've all been there, haven't we? Well, I think we can all relate to that. Often. It happened in our Dungeons and Dragons game as well. Is that? Uh... In fairness, most of that was your fault. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think that's right. Uh, that that sounds like victim blame. Yeah. Chris wasn't the victim. Well, I was the victim of lots of lots of physical attacks. Yeah, all just because he wanted to be romantic with you. Mm. Maybe, maybe yeah, this is maybe um, maybe we've sort of stumbled into. We started doing a fun first date scenario, but maybe we this is going to end up with some practical dating advice for Dan. Don't is the, is the uh, attack dating and advice kill don't your dates. Yeah, just because they flirt a bit. Uh, how about trapping them in a shed? Oh, we've already established <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Excellent. My my tactics will not change as long as you feed them mm. on a regular basis. Oh, 
shit. Okay. Um, I, I probably ought to go fairly soon then um, for a completely unrelated reason. What's the unrelated reason? I need to feed all the people locked in my shed. Yeah. Okay. I need to go and eat some cheese. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I want to talk about Michael Portillo a bit more because I discovered today that he's been married to a lady since 1982. Okay, well, Michael Barrymore was married to a lady. Was Michael Barrymore gay? What? You shitting me? Yeah. I got a gay audience. Beep. The man in a swimming pool, allegedly. Oh, well, might want to be. I didn't that was at a gay wedding. I'll, I'll beep that. Yeah, that's fine. Um. No, my, Michael Portillo. Why okay. does everyone it's think a... he's gay? Well, because he is Be... gay. No, no, he isn't. He, he, he just... No, no, Chris, Chris. His middle names are Denzil Xavier. He is absolutely 1,000% gay. But uh, he's, he, um... he didn't choose those those names, did he? Yeah, but he kept going. Well, you don't know that. It's because he... It's because his um, father was uh, Spanish. Oh, hang on. I've figured it out. Uh, bisexual, isn't it? No, yeah. no. He says he isn't. He says he had some... He he uh, he revealed, um, I think, about 1999-ish, that mm. he had had some homosexual experiences in his past, uh, but some maintained affairs, that he was... Maintain that he was um, he was not himself gay. So there you okay. are. I think he misunderstands the concept of being gay. Oh, I think he's welcome to. He can say describe himself well, however, he feels, however, however he wants. But... Yeah, it's not true. Yeah. I mean, um, in many ways, me and Michael Portillo are sort of kindred spirits, aren't we? That uh, that everybody thinks that we're gay, um, despite you... the, our denials. Despite our, our denials, uh, sexual experiences and, as a young person, uh, and the fact that we're we're both married to ladies, um, mm. you are. Oh, Good and we the... both like trains. Yeah. Um, it was a big it was a big disappointment when I found out that he he was married to a lady. But well, I mean, um, maybe all he needed was the right young man to set him on. Maybe a true course and, and follow his heart. Maybe you could be that young man. Maybe he is sixty-three. Hmm. There you go. Is that too uh, old for the... me? Oh, absolutely not. No, who could be? Oh, that's there's words for them that I can't remember what they are. Not a bear. Sugar that's daddy. like a big man. Isn't it? It's not quite sugar daddy because that is that applies to uh. Different sex relationships. There's a different term for an older gay man and a younger gay man. I don't know how to search that without without ruining my search targeted ads. Really. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think I'm I think it won't impact on my search targeted ads if yeah. I were to try and find that out for you. I don't. Um, yeah, there, I'm sure there's a term. I don't know what it is, but maybe he um, could be your one of whatever they are. Well, that would be nice, because we could go on train journeys together, couldn't we? I think it's probably um, a good idea if the two of you never meet, because... Oh, I've been watching watching some Red Dwarf recently. What if... What if I am Michael Portillo? What if I go into, like, a a time warp somehow, and, and I am actually Michael Portillo? 
what then? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what if you were one of his gay experiences when he was young? Oh. Yeah, I think it's more likely. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I'd already know about that, because I think I'm probably too old to have been one of them. Uh, yeah, but if you went to a time warp, you wouldn't I'm be. not saying that in, so, in a... Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Sorry, not... Daniel. What do, do you think if you travel back in time, you get younger? No. no, but he's saying that um, the, the, he'd, be, the, he'd have been too young when he was... No, he's saying that if he had done it when he was younger, he would know about it now. And you've said no, because if he travelled back in time... you. What you I meant were, was, if he travelled back in time, he'd be sleeping with him now, or in, the, in his subjective future, but in the past... What? Yeah, but but I think I don't I don't think I don't think a young Michael Portillo would. Um, oh, sorry, would, right, I understand. I would find me no, yeah, well, what now we attractive. Chris would, yeah, Chris would be too old now. Yeah, but he can't well, have done it as a younger man. I mean, maybe, maybe you, not. Maybe. Or maybe you were his um, like sugar daddy or whatever the term is. Maybe you know, I you am. When you're older, daddy. you do it yeah. in like thirty years. So I wait. I wait. A few years, and um, I buy He's some long lovely. Dead and you think, oh, I miss, I miss my chance to have to my one true love would have been Michael Portillo. Yeah. I've missed out on that because he's dead now, and I'm too old. I know. I'll use that time machine I just made to go back and uh, have a lovely romantic affair with him yeah. when he's a young man. Hmm. I mean, what would be the best? What would be the best Michael Portillo to to go for? Do you think? I don't think I know his um, his over well enough to discuss that. I'm afraid. I think I'd go. I think I'd go for 1973. Michael Portillo. He'd be he'd be 20 years old, and he would be uh, at university. Um, and I think that's when he would do his experimentation. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all about... done then. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, well, then you're a, a weird old man hanging around a university campus. That sounds a bit. Well, predatory. I mean, okay. So I need to wait long enough in the future that I can have some kind of, some kind of magical regenerative surgery. I so think what I... you need. I think what you're going to have to do is go back to earlier than that with the technology and knowledge required to invent grinder and then let that mature for a couple of years and then use that to, to, uh, entrap him. I think mm. grinder probably just makes the whole, the whole situation very much easier in 90, but well, okay. I mean, you'll probably have to go back and invent smartphones earlier on as well. And also you'll have to bring forward the adoption of the internet. Cause otherwise smartphones wouldn't make sense. Basically you've got to shift, technological advancement back about 40 years oh no no this is all far too complicated it is, it is what, yeah, it's getting what to be... i need to do is i need to go back to 2002 and kidnap a 20 year old version of me right oh. transport it back to the future swap our brains over Right, mm. and then with my twenty-year-old body, travel back to nineteen seventy-three, mm. where I meet the young Michael Portillo, well, and we have now. This... no. Well, but then you could just meet him now if you're going to have a young body. That was the whole point of this. 
Mm. No, I think I think my body now I think would be I think my young body now would be perfectly acceptable to a sixty-three-year-old Michael Portillo. Yeah. Um, What we're saying is that he's not he's not gay now, but he 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 experimented. He experimented in the past. Yeah, but with your twenty-year-old body, that was that's what we got into this. That you you would be the you know that thing that he missed out on all those years ago. You know. <coughs> Shit! <coughs> no, no, no! You've got it. You've got it all wrong. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going to steal the twenty-year-old version of myself, then transport it to the future. Yes, where he will become. Swap. Where he will no. be desirable no, enough no, no. for Michael Portillo then... to admit his true feelings. But no, I I don't need to settle for a, a sixty three year old Michael Portillo. Well, I can how go is that back. Settling? Have... But you're in love with him now. But wouldn't he? Well, is he not perfect as he is? Isn't that the whole point? He's matured into his love of trains and going on walks. At twenty, he'd probably but... be a proper dickhead. Yeah. Okay. Right. Here's what we do. I steal a twenty year old version. Of myself and yeah. a twenty-year-old version of Michael Portillo, and okay. I steal the current version of Michael Portillo, as he is with all his matured thoughts about lovely yeah. train journeys and wearing really nice boating jackets and things like that. And maybe then you go forward put, in time and steal a sixty-year-old Chris as well. Uh, yeah, because I'll probably and, be better, won't I, when I'm yeah. when I'm sixty-three? And just right, okay. The- best party of all time but but no because what what we want is the the mind of 63 year old the right honorable michael portillo and the mind of the 63 year old chris in but supple in young bodies 20 year old bodies yeah. Mm. yeah chris you're never gonna live to 63 so um oh that would be depressing, wouldn't it, if you went forward in time to capture yourself and you find out that you, you, you died at 36 or something. <laughs> that that <laughs> wouldn't be great. Yeah, you would have, that would probably kill uh, make... your desire to fuck Michael Portillo. So, yeah. you know, what's the point? Well, I might just think, as well, I've we, just got to go for dis- it now. As we discussed mm. earlier, every, you know, we're headed into chaos and uh, it's, yeah. you know, everything's, everything's shit. We all just career towards entropy, and we're also insignificant. But yeah. Michael Portillo hasn't decayed, has he? Oh well, no, he's he's, the, he's, 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 he's probably he's, another one of those ones with the, the special painting, isn't he? Yeah, probably. And it's also he feasts on the souls of liberals. Yeah, seems reasonable. All right, can I go and eat some cheese now? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to think more about my plan to plan to create this perfect relationship in a different universe. Yeah. Start drawing up yeah. some schematics for time machines. If you if you yeah. draw enough, you're bound to draw up one that will work. And that's just law of averages, isn't it? Maybe, maybe we could modify uh, Daniel's woman trap um, to catch Michael Portillo. Mm. We just put in, um, I don't know, a toy train mm. or... Um, a lovely blazer. Hmm. Yeah. Oh well, okay. 
that's that's enough, isn't it? Certainly, yep. is. I think that's. I think the viewers have got got everything they deserve. Uh, I think they are some way off getting everything they deserve, but uh, we'll discuss that in the future. Hmm. Okay. Well, bye then, everyone. Bye.